Welcome to Love and Kink with Marley Rose and Gideon Mazikeen. You know who the fuck we are. <laughs> oh, fuck yeah. That's just our intro for everything now, huh? I'm oh, here. always. <laughs> Anyways, we're here to penetrate your ears with our stories, much like Gideon and company penetrates me. Ooh, <laughs> damn. Okay. Jesus. A mind fuck of sorts. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Plus, we continually working toward breaking down barriers where it comes to taboo kinks and lifestyles. Because honestly, everyone should know all of the other fun sexual shit there is out there. Oh, fuck yeah. Uh, Sorry. <laughs> I was not expecting that. Because <laughs> um, remember, you know, we're trisexuals, so, you know, we'll try anything once. Fuck yeah, we will. Yeah. We're little kinky motherfuckers. So, this week, we're going off about our daddy and little dynamic. Um, we thought it was time that we just shared with everybody how into that we are. Because I feel like it's m- the more universally accepted kink. Yeah. You know, because you see it all over TikTok. Yeah, everyone's like, oh my God, daddy. And it's like, okay, you're like 12, but all right. <laughs> yeah, right. Because like there's a hint of like, well, it's really innocent. Mm-hmm. It's not really meant to be sexual. So I don't know. I mean, I guess for you, what what do you think has helped shape your you know love of this kink and dynamic? Because... You literally call me daddy all the time. Yeah, for I everything. know. I'm always like, daddy, will you help me with this? Um, but I love it because I'm a fucking daddy's girl, like 100%. My dad was amazing to me. Like, he <gasps> spoiled the fuck out of oh, me. What? <laughs> your dad was present in your life and it wasn't a negative experience? No, <gasps> he was honestly such a fucking great impact on my life has made me to be the way that I am and I have so much love and respect for that man. He has shaped me to be the person that I am and I absolutely love who I am. No, and you are amazing and I also love your father. He has been a father figure to me. I've told you this, like I really don't have any male figures in my life that I really looked up to like a father. Yeah. I have a dad, but I told you guys, I think last episode that he wasn't present in my life at all. And I found out at the age of 15 that the guy who I thought was my dad wasn't even really my dad. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, not having a father figure my whole life. Yeah. Like your father has definitely stepped into that role and there's nothing that I would not do for that man. And that's the thing. Like, I am so glad we're finally talking about this because everybody, everybody assumes that you have daddy issues for all the wrong reasons, that you were neglected or anything and things like that. Oh, the amount of comments I get on TikTok that are like fatherless behavior or something like that. And I'm like, I'm a fucking daddy's girl. My dad is my best fucking friend. Like, he knows everything that I do and he doesn't give a fuck because he supports me and he's happy with where I'm at in life. And like, that's how any fucking parent should be. Because your dad was fucking raised like in the hippie era. Yeah. For sure. He is such a live and let live. um, One love, one peace, like all that shit. He's such a fucking hippie. And I love him. Such a genuine and honest guy. And everyone that comes in contact with him, honestly, loves the fuck out of him. Yeah, he's he's a great man. And so that's basically who I am attempting to fill shoes for. Yeah. 
And that's a tall order because you're <laughs> spoiled rotten. I'm so spoiled. You want all the lovin's all the time. Yeah. You love all the praise, all the attention. You have to be the prettiest girl, the most special girl in the world. And you are turning beet red as I'm saying this because you're feeling a little exposed. A little. <laughs> yeah. And, and that's what I love about you, though. It's like you are so unapologetically yourself. You don't hold back. This dynamic between us does not change around anybody. No, it doesn't. Like I'm we so rein it in. We're like... res- you know we're respectful about that. We don't just like uncomfortably yeah. make people participate in our kinks. Oh or anything, God, but... no! But I mean, like, I'll call him daddy, like in public or like in front of our friends or like family and stuff. Like, I'll keep it like more quiet when it's in front of like friends and family and in public. But still, like. It doesn't change the fact that I yeah, do that. Because my pr- my uh, response to you always is yes, princess. Yeah. What do you need, princess? What, baby girl? I like know. all I these love like it loving, so much. hey there, pumpkin, pumpkin or monkey. Monkey. And usually, I always think of like a new like little pet name to give you. And every time, without fail, you're you're always like, I love that. Oh my god. <laughs> and you fucking cream yourself a little bit. I do so fucking much. I literally, oh, I get so like wet when you fucking call me cute little pet names and stuff. It's my favorite, honestly. I love when you like address me as like monkey or baby girl and princess and stuff. And I love it. I love it. And pumpkin, too, where you're like, what do you want, pumpkin? I'm like, stop my little heart. You're making it throb. <laughs> I know. I love it. And and it comes from such a loving place, you know? And and that's the thing. Like, we don't even always bring this into the bedroom. No, To be we honest. Don't. Like, this isn't something that, like, when we're having sex that we're like, yeah. You know, we do sometimes. Mm-hmm. But again, it's just like anything else we've ever talked about. I think just last week we were saying, yeah, we don't do the BDSM thing all day, every day. Yeah. But I would say that this is this is one thing that we do daily yeah it every is waking daily. moment it's like uh, hey princess you okay what what is this sweet uh-uh. like this is an all-day thing however there are certain things that we just don't do that i know other couples and yeah. relationships with the daddy, daddy little, little dynamic do you know dynamic dynamic <laughs> dynamic oh, yeah fuck yeah no, the dynamic <laughs> between them is very different than the dynamic that we have. I know that I'm sure that there are daddy little dynamics dynamics out there that are like the ours. Dynamic. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I don't like dress in like onesies. I don't have blankies or like pet like little toys or stuffed animals. I don't have like a binky or yeah. anything. Like I don't take it to that level. It's all just like verbal more than anything. Yeah. Yeah. It's, but I feel like when other people say that they go into um, little mode, yeah, little mode, it's, it's something trigger words or something that just puts you in that space. Mm -hmm. And again, you are the exact same way. You just don't have to go to that length with it for it to be gratifying and satisfying for other people. That's what they do. And I think it's so interesting and downright beautiful that people are that comfortable with one another that they will just act that way and just feel coddled and loved and appreciated beautiful, honestly. for who they are. Yeah. And that's essentially like what it boils down to, at least I think, when it comes to having this kink. Because lo and behold, if you don't know already, I am a switch. Yes. So 
it goes without saying that I, yes, I had an absentee father, you know, mm-hmm. um, and, uh, you know, I, a, a mom that didn't really quite know how to raise her first child did her best. She's amazing. And She's I love awesome. her so much. Um, but I was giving her shit the other day and I told her, mom, like, I'm the way I am because of you. And it's because she's a little bit more colder with me. She's not super loving and affectionate. And I think it's because a lot of the traumatic things we got through, yeah. you know, when we were younger with yeah. the abuse from the guy she was with, you know, I witnessed a lot of horrific things with her. And so she went through a really tough time. So she just didn't know how to love me, I think, because she didn't know how to love herself. Yeah, which is understandable. Right. And so as soon as she separated from that man and finally got away, she turned into like just the most uh, loving person. And the thing is with my mom, I've always been able to talk to her. Mm. So I only say that I have this uh, mommy kink because yeah like i i just didn't really know what it was like to experience that kind of love and so i find it interesting that you and i both have this kink on this spectrum for two very different reasons yeah and i'm a switch too so like i like to be like his mommy and he'll be my little yeah and i'll sit there and i'll coddle him and i'll call him my special boy and tell him like how good he is and stuff and he melts oh my god i turned up putty in the palm of her hand like this woman could get me to do anything and i mean anything and i will obey her every word because she just knows how to talk to me and it's just it's so rewarding as an individual to have that with someone so like having this daddy kink mommy kink thing going with the both of us i love it and i would not trade it for anything in the world neither would i i fucking love every second of our dynamic with mommy kinks and the daddy kinks like and all the other kinks that we have like i think our relationship is perfect for who we are we get to express ourselves fully i've never once felt judged by you and i hope you've never felt judged by me no i don't and i think it's because i genuinely love you unconditionally so and, I. and I think that's at the root of why doing the swinging thing is so easy for the both of us mm-hmm. because we genuinely just love one another and it does not matter like what we do when it comes to that sort of thing. Yeah. Like, we don't hold judgments against one another. Like No, we don't. You know, so yeah, so I, it's, it's interesting, you know, the stuff that we don't do, it's not that we don't do it because we like hate on it or anything. It's just because it's simply not how deep our dynamic goes, but mm-hmm. We are all for it and definitely understand it when it comes, you know, to other people, like yeah. how they could take it to that level. Yeah, we totally understand it. And we will never like kink shame anyone for like doing that. Yeah. It's just like not what we do and teach their own. Like we respect it. Yeah. Well, and, and the thing is, like, these aren't the only two reasons that you could enjoy this dynamic, you know, I mean, it, when it comes to psychology and the reasons why we like the things we like or why we tick or anything, there isn't always just one answer. It's no, so many different not. factors that go into your psychology and who you have come to be. And so, yeah, even though for me, it is because I didn't know or I've never really truly known what it was like to just be coddled and cared for to the fullest and feel safe. Yeah. And I finally have that with you, you know, like the financial security, the loving security, emotional support, everything that I could have ever hoped for as a kid. Because, you know, like we both come from 
not, we our families like weren't like wealthy. No. You know, like we worked very our families worked very hard to for get the little they have. Yeah, exactly. But they were proud to have what they had because it's like yeah, I might not have the best and the most, but I I'm fucking made with good with what I did. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I absolutely love that dynamic with both of our families because yeah, like we're just very appreciative of all the little things that come and go into our life. And we are very, very giving. I've noticed um, ever since I just got like our new car that I do kind of get some looks like, oh, that's like probably her parents' money and stuff. But it's like, I fucking got that car on my own. Yeah, you earned that. I earned that shit. Like I'm fucking 19. I have a fucking nice ass BMW and our fucking own apartment. Like, I feel fucking great. Yeah, it's it's really amazing, like, all the things that we've been able to accomplish since you and I got together. And I think it's what makes it feel so good. Like, yeah. even though we get a lot of hate, it's like, we're doing something right. Something is working because we're genuinely having, like, success with it, you know? Yeah. And it feels good. And to continue having the ambitious goals that we have, you know? And it, having this daddy little um, and mommy little dynamic that we have just adds to that tenfold. Like it's just, it's such good vibes all the time. So if you've never experienced this yourself, if you don't even know what that would look like, um, I'll quote one of my favorite movies, Aim Small, Miss Small. That's from the movie The Patriots. It's The Patriots. (laughs) Never seen it. (laughs) Uh, Mel Gibson says this to his son as they're um, about to attack um, some of the, what the fuck are they called? Jesus. I can't think of the fucking name. The other side, King George, the, God, I know someone's thinking it and they're yelling into their fucking phone or whatever they're listening to this song. It's this, it's this. Yeah. (laughs) It's not Confederates because that was a civil war. God, you know what? Forget it. Anyway, but that's why he says it. You know, he's basically just telling them like, aim small, miss small, right? Mm -hmm. It won't be a big deal even if you miss, right? So my idea is that, yeah, just... Try it. Like, ask your boyfriend or your husband or whoever. Or your girlfriend or just your significant yeah, other. vice versa. Ask them if it's okay if they call you baby girl or princess or if it's okay if you call them daddy or mommy, whatever it is. And feel it out. Like, you, you don't really know. Like, they might end up enjoying it more than they realize. Yeah. You know, if you're the eldest in your family like me i raised all my siblings Fuck yeah, you did. <laughs> so for me it's very natural to be a, t- a caretaker mm. so when you started calling me daddy as much as you did i was like wow like i really <laughs> like this but i also felt like i was actually taking care of you you know you do you very much take care of me like i ask you to help me with so many things or i'm all daddy will you do this for me like will you give me back rubbies her butt suckies (laughs) yeah i mean i undress you for god's sake before we get into the shower when we go to the gym those (laughs) tight tops you just put your arms up like a cute little girl and you just wait for me to take your top off of you (laughs) and you will not move until i do it <laughs> KB, you would get mad at me if I took it off myself. I know. I know. It's, 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 it's our little routine. It's yeah. cute. I absolutely love it. Well, and then to add further to like my complexities is that I do have um, daughter issues. Yes. You know, this isn't something that's very common knowledge, but I, I do have a daughter out there that I unfortunately don't have 
as a part of my life. Yeah. I have no contact with her. Um, and she was essentially given up for adoption. So I have no legal rights to her at all. So that's hard, yeah. you know, and she, I did have her in my life until she was like one and a half ish. And there's a lot of little things that I remember about her that I, and when I would take care of her, you know, how sweet she was with me, the way she would come up to me and, and, and say, homie. Oh, I said that to you. <laughs> I know you do. And and I've never really said that to you or expressed it like that because I don't know, it, like it can feel a little strange being like, God damn, I really do have like, like this daughter kink type thing going on, you know, but it doesn't feel weird, obviously. Yeah, it doesn't like, the feel way that weird You and I either. like do it with one another. But yeah, so... I think we just kind of feel like that, we fill that void for each other in a way. Cause like with me being like moved out and stuff, like I don't have my dad there to like coddle me and take care of me anymore. So you replace that and I replace your daughter in a way. Well, and then like when you have both of us around you, you're just fucking on cloud nine. (laughs) I know. I love it. And your dad calls you like at least three times a day. Yeah, he's my fucking best friend. Yeah, he, he, you're always on the phone with him. So that's what I love about all of our dynamic. It's just for two very different reasons. You definitely got it and, and the praise and all the, the love. And I love continuing to give that to you because I see how happy it makes you. And that makes me happy. Yeah. And and it goes back to that unconditional love that we have for one another. That we just really let the other be who they are mm-hmm. with no um, hesitations, no... Um, insecurities about it it's just like this is who i am so yeah here we are honestly i've actually had i don't know exactly who it was but i've had someone call me like mommy before in like a sexual way and it like threw me off i was like um uh yeah i don't know but like i love love so much when you call me mommy and stuff (laughs) like i think it's just because i do feel like that deep connection with you that and that unconditional love that I just accept you for who you are and nothing you say or do like makes me feel weird or uncomfy. And I, I don't have a very strong relationship with my mother. So the fact that like, I kind of get to be a good loving mother figure sort of in a way to you sometimes where like, I never had that it definitely plays into it. Cause like, I want to be fucking a great mother with my kids, you know? Yeah. It plays into your breeding kink. Like you're always talking about me getting you pregnant when we're having sex or when we're not having sex or when we're just watching a movie, literally when there's any child anywhere near you, you immediately like get me pregnant. Yeah. I want one now, now, now. And I'm just like, I will stop taking my birth control. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, just say the word. I'm like, I I know you would. (laughs) We've got some things to do before we get there. I know. It's not our time. But yeah, and so I just, I think it's just, it's beautiful. Like, you just want to be the best mom ever. And I think somehow you get to vicariously do that with me. Yeah, I think I do too. Yeah, and you love it. And so that's why we, we do that with one another. We can just see that the other really truly enjoys it. And so we just do those things. Yeah. It's so, true. Yeah, it, it's definitely something that um, I haven't been able to do with anybody else. So the fact that I have it with you is wonderful. And if you have someone like that in your life, be really grateful um, that you get to be yourself to the fullest, you know. And as long as it's a healthy relationship, I mean, 
you guys will definitely go the distance, you know? Because yeah. it is possible to have this dynamic in unhealthy relationships. It's true. And it can be used as a form of abuse, I think, um, which is really unfortunate. And mm -hmm. and when you get abusive with someone, like if they've been abused growing up, that can have a really negative effect. And actually I've been in a relationship like that where I was the one that would get very much walked all over because they were just, I mean, you know, just a lot more experienced than me. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, so it's definitely something that can be a negative thing, but if long as it's a positive, beautiful thing, just love it and enjoy it, you know? Yeah, I very much do. Yeah, so. Yeah, I think that pretty much wraps yeah, up everything for the episode that we have to cover on our daddy little dynamic. Or mommy little dynamic, both, honestly. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, so it is your favorite, favorite time of the fucking hour. Well, well, hang on. Before we get into that, though, even though we're doing our favorite time of the hour right now, after that, we are going to do um, FAQs. A little Q&A, yeah. Yeah, frequently asked questions. So hang tight, everybody, because... Sorry, I should have mentioned. Although <laughs> this is the best part of the hour, it's time for... Celebrity, Celebrity Couple Swap. Fwah, fwah, fwah! Well, we actually kind of just... It's so hard to find couples every week sometimes, so we just Google that shit. So... I found a couple that I was like, oh, yeah, we haven't done them. Sean Mendez and Camila Cabello. Um, earlier, I called her Camilla for some reason, but <laughs> the double L. <laughs> it comes with it. Um, so, Sean Mendez and Camila Cabello, you know, like he, she's thick, she's cute, and Sean's like, honestly, I feel like a sweetheart, you know? And we were actually thinking of switching them, super odd couple, but with Kim K and Kanye. Yeah, and at first I was like, I don't think that that would work. But then you were like, yeah, Camilla is thick. thick. And I was like, I had to think about it because I haven't looked at any recent pictures of her or even really thought about her. And then I was like, oh, yeah, like she's a very curvy girl. She's very curvy. She's a shorty. Because she's Latina. Yeah. And she's so beautiful. So I was just like, okay, I, I, I get it. Yeah. Because essentially, Camilla um, with Kanye, that, I mean, obviously, Kim is fucking curvy. So thick, curvy. Right. <laughs> yeah. And she is honestly like my favorite Kardashian. Hands I'm, down. I'm surprised. Wow. Really? You're surprised? Yeah. Because you've got a crush on Kylie. She's a Jenner. Yeah, but same fucking thing. You know what <laughs> no, I mean. No, I I mean, I, I get what you mean, but I don't consider them Kardashians because, like, she's a Jenner. Anyway, <sighs> Whatever. point being, Kim um, was always definitely my favorite. And so it just made sense. I was like, yeah, Shawn Mendes is a sweetheart. He's attractive. Mm -hmm. and, For a white boy, yes. Yeah, and, and that's the only reason that I was like, well, I mean, you know, would she? Because Kim is primarily only dated african-american guys that's true yeah, and they've but the all been thing like is, is it's not dating it's just it's like sex more or less you yeah. know <laughs> yeah but uh, but the thing i mean i don't know i feel like we try to make sure that they would vibe too but i think they would and i think kim k proved that with her recent stint on snl and now that she's kind of seeing Pete Davidson, so I actually forgot that that is she was, actually. I don't know. I, look, I, I haven't heard either. shit on I, it, and but... I don't, I don't, I don't know. But it makes me think that yeah, Sean Mendes for sure could get it. Yeah, he's he's a funny dude. Like I've, I, I've he's a sweet funny dude. Yeah, like, he he's is. wholesome. 
So she would definitely be mommy in that situation. <laughs> and Sean Mendes would fucking do everything she said. And Camilla with Kanye, of course, like they are going to just vibe so hard uh, with music. I'm sure the same way that Camilla and Sean do. Yeah. And because Kanye's creative mind, oh, like that would be. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Its own thing. Yeah. And I, yeah, Kanye, like despite all the stuff that he says that people don't agree with or whatever, like I love the dude. I, I think he's too. so talented. And to do the things that he does, like I just say, let the dude be who he is. Mm -hmm. And I think but the people that can do that. do that, but the people that can, that's why they really love him. So yeah, I agree. And then Camilla is beautiful. Like she's beautiful, has like a nice body. Her voice is beautiful. Like I love her music. You know, like the songs that I have heard. I'm Havana, ooh, la, la. <laughs> I don't even know what she says. Did I say ooh la la? She says ooh na na. Huh? Yeah, she says ooh na na. I'm gonna fucking edit this shit out. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're not. No, I'm not. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think that they would vibe over like music and that they just kind of get along. And I feel like it's honestly like a fair swap. Yeah, because none of them are ugly. Yeah, like no, Kanye for him being. Sh I feel like he's short, right? I I have no idea actually. I feel like he seems short to me. But I mean, he might honestly be our height. Who knows? Five eight, but. Um, <laughs> I think it'd be worth it for everyone. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so that does it for our celebrity, celebrity couple swap. Oh, that was so low. <laughs> okay, on to the next. On to the next. Fact. 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 <laughs> How many facts we got? <laughs> Four. Oh, so some facts were given. Some facts were given. <laughs> okay, let's, <laughs> let's hear facts. Them. Let's hear them. Um, I want to ask this one first because it was kind of a ridiculous question. Um, I do little like question things on my Instagram. And someone asked, we know the names are aliases, but are the ages? <laughs> yeah, you got us. I'm actually 26 and, and Gideon's 21. 21. Yeah, I'm I'm 21. So she's actually five years older than I am. And so when I first put out that I was 32 or 33, whenever I started it, everybody was freaking out like, oh, my God. So now everyone's wondering, like, wait, so is his backstory true at all? What part of it is actually fiction and what's nonfiction? And here's the truth. You won't ever truly know. No, I guess, you won't. You just <laughs> have to take our word for yeah, it. Yeah, we don't fucking tell anyone everything, you know, like only the people that we know in person actually know who we are. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, she's mommy. Oh, fuck, yeah, I am. Mm, I still love being daddy. <laughs> Um, so yeah, we've got a couple ages. I'm 26 and also 19 and he's 33 and 21. So we'll let you decipher um, Yourself. what you think that is. Yeah, what's the truth? <laughs> so great. <laughs> well, let me ask um, this next one because I actually, you mentioned this one to me and I wasn't sure how to answer it. So I wonder if maybe you had something in mind since it spoke to you. Okay. Um, how do you trust again after being taken advantage of? Um, uh, I guess I didn't have like a solid answer, but I think what I can recommend best was just that, yes, trauma happens and all you got to do is kind of just work through it and make the best out of life, even without, um, you know, 
having, I guess, like sexual encounters and like, yes, shitty things happen. But as long as you look for the best in life and keep moving forward and you kind of just express to people like, hey, I've had this happen. So I do have some trust issues. People will respect that if they genuinely want to be with you and if they genuinely love you. Yeah. So it takes time, honestly. And if you find the right person that is willing to be patient with you, that is all that matters and trust will be earned. Yeah, well, and I feel like you need to also remember that not every single person that you come across is going to be that way. Yeah. Because sometimes I think about this. I don't know how fair it is for me to project my bullshit onto someone else, right? Yeah. So if I've been hurt and then I'm treating you as if you're going to hurt me also, that's not really fair to you. It's because not, no. I, it's like I'm not even giving you a real chance to show me that I can trust you or anything like that and the thing is whoever asked this question i i don't know what you personally went through but i'll say this it's part of life it'll happen again at some point and what you need to do is learn how to accept that fact and be able to still live a full and fun life you can't let that stuff hold you back because if you do I promise you there's going to be so much that passes you by in life that you won't do just because you were a little afraid. Yeah. And it's okay to be afraid, you know? Yeah, it is okay to be afraid, but it's also okay to take risks. Yeah. So, yeah, make sure that you're always taking risks and, um, you know, being smart about it, though. So that's definitely what I think with that. Okay, so I think we should address the next question. How often do we talk about boundaries and if there's any reassessment that needs to be done? Uh, Short answer, frequently. Very frequently. Like every time I think we do anything involving LS, we always talk about it right before. Yeah, we always hash it out all over again. Um, But that's the short answer. But long answer... there's just no easy way to just set boundaries that are just going to be permanent, right? Yeah. Because I feel like we've set boundaries at the beginning of this journey for us that we've also gone back on. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. That we've gone back on, but situationally, because I still don't think that this means that we would just do this with whoever, right? Yeah, it doesn't. Me me thinking in regards to, we had that rule about no one that we personally knew. Yeah, that's true. But then we found ourselves in a situation where we're like, but we want this to happen with someone that we know. And so that's changed for us. Mm -hmm. And I think that's okay. And the fact that we're willing to just talk it out and revisit, you know, these things is super important. So yeah, don't get it confused. This is not a conversation you have once in your dynamic all the time. Yeah. And then just let go. Like you're, you're always going to talk about this stuff. You're always going to want to, be reassured or make sure that, hey, is this really going to be okay or mm-hmm. why not or what should we do? And I've said this before and I'll say it again. Always go at the pace of the partner that is most timid. Don't rush anything when it comes to boundaries. Yeah. No, it's Experience it at your problems. pace. When you're ready, you'll know. Yeah. And as long as you're both communicating that stuff... It'll be a fun experience, even if the sex isn't amazing. <laughs> you know, like it's it, still just like you're great. experiencing things with your partner, at least for us. That's yeah. what we like to do. And a lot of people are like, oh, yeah, being swingers helps with like communication. Like it's so true because you are constantly 
talking and reassessing and checking where the boundaries are at and making sure that everyone's comfortable constantly. Yeah, for sure. So yes, it's a constant conversation that we're having. So don't be afraid to have the conversation over and over again, because essentially you're going to need to talk it out until you're blue in the face. And then once you're not blue in the face, it could easily come up again. And then you're like, well, wait, was I certain about this? So never stop talking about it. It is a continuous thing with the relationship. And yes, I realize that that sounds like work, but people, relationships are work. And if you're going to be in this lifestyle and be successful with it and be happy and not resentful, yeah, you'll talk about it as much as it needs to be talked about. Exactly. And that's as easy and simple as we can answer it for you. Yeah. Uh, so the last thing here, what surprised us most about the LS? Ooh. I honestly think that what surprised me most is that everyone, the at least everyone that we've come into contact in person, has been very respectful of everyone's boundaries yeah. and they always ask permission. I think that was what was most surprising for me. I really like appreciate the fact that people are like that. Like I love that aspect about the lifestyle, but I didn't even think of that as an issue, I guess. Yeah. But that's what was most surprising to me. Yeah, no, that's been very surprising. Honestly, I think that's why the first couple of parties that we had gone to, we were so timid because we didn't know what to expect. And we, I think, honestly, we were bracing ourselves for the worst. Yeah. And so that anxiety of like, oh, my God, like someone's going to just whip a dick out and just expect it to start sucking it. Mm-hmm. And although in theory, that sounds very, very, very hot and naughty. <laughs> um the reality, the reality of it is m- a lot different, you know? Yeah, and, it's very true. And yeah, you definitely have to feel the vibes out. So yeah, I think that would, I would agree that that's the most surprising thing is just the level of respect. And again, our experience has been pretty unique. I feel like I that we've been so. fortunate in the people we have found and the events that we've attended with these people. Mm-hmm. They, they seem like a tight knit group and, um, you know, they really only let certain people in. And so far it's been a wonderful experience with them. So we're so grateful for Damon and Elena. Very grateful. Speaking of them, we saw them last night and we just watched a movie, ate some brownies and ice cream. Red notice. Oh yeah. Um, Me and Damon fucking (coughs) knocked the fuck out once that movie started. We fell asleep. But it was funny. The reason why I bring this up is because we were like, oh, we don't know what we're going to talk about on our podcast. And Damon was like, oh, I know what you're going to talk about. You're going to talk about tonight. And he was like, you're going to say, fuck this and fuck that and fuckity fuck that because you swear so much on your podcast. So shout out to you, Damon. I just wanted to make sure that we actually said that on the fucking podcast. Yeah, that's true. Because he totally went off about that. Uh, but no, but then Elena was like, no, they're not. We're not going to talk about this. They're like, no. <laughs> There's nothing interesting Sorry, Elena. Uh, I mean, I, I hate to say that you were wrong, but. At the same time, like, she was also right. Yeah, because we didn't really talk about that. No, and it, just because it was a nice hangout with them. Yeah, you know, it was we a just great, hung out great and, and got to bed at our home at a reasonable time. So I think there is some tensions there rising between the couples in a good way. Yes, in a great way. Because that hug that I got from Elena at the end of the night, I was like, yeah. She gave you two hugs. I know. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I asked for the second one. I was like, well, I hugged Damon twice. I might as well get a second one. I only got one from Elena. (laughs) But that's okay. She still gave me a good hug. Yeah, but the last time that you saw her, she did more than hug you. So... 
<laughs> That's true. Scissor me timbers. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, hey, you know the drill. Make sure you remember to unsubscribe, resubscribe. Leave a review if you're feeling for it. Or at the very least, just leave a rating. Yes, star things. Like It's so helpful for us. Thank you, everybody that tunes in week after week to listen to our silly antics and everything we've been up to. And honestly, just thanks for accepting us exactly as we are. Yeah, you know? we really appreciate you guys being open to our lifestyle and us sharing our experiences, despite those couple of people that are fucking dickheads and said, who, what makes you think that you have the right to have a podcast? No one cares. Well, fuck you, because we have people that actually care. Yeah, bitch. fuck you, bitch. <laughs> I don't even know who you are, but you Anyways. obviously said some shit that you shouldn't have said. Um, so yeah, but thank you to everyone with that. And um, honestly, like we love doing this for you guys. So yeah. you know, tell this to a friend, share it. You know, obviously, some of this, uh, these subjects are taboo, and so it's very. just you know being able to hear from a very open, open, open and honest open. perspective, um, an open perspective, be very helpful. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up, slut. Shut up, slut. <laughs> um, but all right, guys. Thanks again for tuning in to Love. And Kink with Marley Rose. And Gideon motherfucking Mazikeen. We'll see you next time. Woo!